Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Okay, welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice, and I am coming to you today from the Hey Girl penthouse, and I have a really exciting guest here with me. You know him from Naked Boy News, uh, Temptation Sundays, which is Las Vegas's longest-running LGBTQ plus hosted pool party, which is amazing. You also have seen him on our local ABC affiliate here in Las Vegas. This is Jason Dinant. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey! <laughs> Oh, can I do that? I, I don't know. I don't, you had mentioned Wendy Williams before this, and now all of a sudden I'm like, eh, sorry. I, no, yeah, we'll, let, we'll, let, we'll let Wendy keep that. Um, but, but we just go, we go, go with, hey, girl. We're going to, I should wait. Let me do that again. Okay. Hey, girl. Yeah, girl. Cheers. There cheers, we cheers, go. Cheers, there we yeah, go. There girl. we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for doing this. Welcome to the, welcome to the penthouse. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a beautiful, I'm like, hello. Hello, gorgeous. <laughs> I'm living for this. Well, you are a gorgeous girl. Well, you know, it's I funny. mean, <laughs> this is this is actually the first one of the first interviews I've done in person in quite a while. Um, not just because of COVID, but also just uh, it just seemed to work out that way. Like a lot of some of the other guests were out of state or out of country or, or whatever. Out of, you out are of worldwide, you are worldwide, baby. Up in her. <laughs> She's a world traveler. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here today. Awesome. I love it. So, well, listen, let's just dive right in because I know we have a lot to cover with you. You have such a, a really diverse resume and an impressive resume. And <laughs> well, thank I, you. Girl, least, we got to get through it because we, we've known each other for a really long time. So, this could get off the rails really easily. <laughs> <laughs> That. Okay, and you know what? Okay, sorry. I'm totally going off script, off of whatever little script we had here, but it's just that I honestly, um, it's always so, and I'm sure you can relate. It's always, it's always so. Um, I don't even want to say weird, but it's it's just a different experience when you're interviewing someone you know. Um, so you know. Oh, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Jeez. I was like, she who would interview me in my own home? Who requested home? my interview? I have no idea who this person is, but what apps I got? Girl, you I'm here. <laughs> and you sent the biggest rider? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, talking about the biggest, this man, he oh. got... <laughs> He got this this microphone with his cable. Girl, I could literally walk to 7-Eleven down the street and come back and still be on air. I wanted to make sure you were comfortable doing I, that if you needed to. Just in case I need to run for a quick beer run or something, you got I got it. Girl, you know, you know I'm extra. I mean, but I'd rather be extra than not enough, right? <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I, you know, yeah, and this is the first time we're using some of this new equipment. So this is a, this is an exciting day for the Hey Girl podcast. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Excited to be here. And, and our first Emmy winner on the show. Shh. I mean, ooh, come on, girl. Yes! <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be carrying this around with me, but I feel like I'm. I'm just I think carrying, you should just. I think I'm it should be your keychain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I joked around and I told somebody I was going to get a chain and just like hold it around my right. neck like this. <laughs> oh my god! And I love like the way you're holding it. Like even when you did that, I freaked out a minute. I'm like, no, don't break I'm it. Like, don't, like, oh, I'm I'm <laughs> Trust me, I have a little polishing cloth that I'm still like. I'm just polishing it yeah. like every time I touch it. I'm like, I don't even, am I allowed to touch it? It's, oh my it's God, real. I love it. Okay. Well, we're going to talk more about that when we get there, but I just had to bring, I had okay. to, we had to lead with that a little bit because that's so exciting. So we'll get there. Oh, right, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. So let, let's, let's bring it back in because girl, we're we, like a bad episode of Kathy Griffin's D list <laughs> where you start off one place and then you're like at the end, what the hell did they just How talk did we about? Get there? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. How did we get I mean, there? if we we get what we get, I mean, because we're both, we both on a time frame, we both got to get to work later. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, girl, hey, hey, girl. <laughs> it is what it is. I love it. Listen, so okay, so you're from you're from upstate New York, correct? Yes, I'm originally from Syracuse, New York, but um, last week was actually my 17th anniversary here in Las Vegas. I left uh, Syracuse on. Uh, Memorial Day 2004. Okay. Packed up my car and came back here. It was my second time in Las Vegas. And then I just never left. You can't get rid it. of me. I love it. So 17 years in Las Vegas. That's amazing. So wait, but why Vegas? Why did you move to Vegas? So at that time that you did. 
at the time that I moved back to Vegas, I really weirdly randomly, I said, I'm going to work for Celine Dion. Okay. I don't know how oh, her? or you why. Her? Yes, yes, her? right there. Yes, Miss Celine. <laughs> Sorry, my my head is blocking my very my, my claim to fame, uh, you know, picture with Celine Dion that she even autographed, and Renee isn't even in the background there. Oh so. my god, because because uh, we were friends, you know. I love it. <laughs> But I definitely so, met her at least more than once because she signed the damn picture. Yes. Oh my god. That was before we could print right away. <laughs> oh my god. There's I didn't know water we were, there for you, boo. I did not know we were going to be laughing so hard. And um, yeah, so I in my Hey Girl Hey branded glass you can buy on HeyGirlHey.com. <laughs> yeah, HeyGirlPodcast.com. Yeah, sorry, yes, not, yeah. Not, not, not hey Girl. I love Hey Girl Hey could be the spinoff. You should do a segment. Um, you should do a recurring segment on the oh show. Oh my God, I, hey Girl hey. I'm down for it. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I, I had moved out here originally in 1999 for college at UNLV. And then um, some things took me back to New York. I lived in New York City for a while in, in Brooklyn. Don't ask my mom about that because that was the worst experience of her life. And mine. Uh, where, wait, wait, I have to ask because I, I lived in Brooklyn too and had a bad experience. So, but where in Brooklyn? Oh, <laughs> where in Brooklyn? Well, so I went to when I Brooklyn's left, big. <laughs> when I left Las Vegas after September 11th, I just wanted to be closer to family, so I went sure, back home sure. to upstate, and then was like, I want to live in New York City. I don't know how I'm going to live there. It's expensive as hell, and I hopefully going to have my parents pay for some of my experience. Some of it. So I was going to go to Brooklyn college, do some performing arts over there. And then was now looking like, where do I go to live? So back then Craigslist was kind of a thing. Well, no, and it was, it was, that was where you, that was the, probably the most popular resource for a while, like online resource to do even to move to another state or buy furniture or oh, yeah. what, or look for a job, whatever. So I looked like looking it for It wasn't shady back then. It wasn't no, like, it was before the, 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 uh, the murders and all that stuff happened right, on that platform. Right, right. Um, Murderers ruin everything. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. I don't know. It is. We shouldn't be laughing. No. Oh, God, so I love us. I love us. I, I found this place for rent in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Bedford, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so when I went to check out the place, I got off the subway and I get off the subway. And I'm on the wrong side of the street, but then I realized I can't cross the street because there's fencing and like literally barbed wire in this part of Bed-Stuy. Oh, wow. What I learned was Bed-Stuy's uh, motto is do or die Bed-Stuy. Oh. <laughs> um, so I figured out finally how to get across the street to go to check out the apartment. I was so scared to tell the guy that I did not want the apartment. I actually <laughs> I actually gave him a thousand dollar down payment no. just to get out of the place. Not in cash. No, in a check, which okay. then I that called you, then you canceled. I literally yeah. called okay, the bank and canceled. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> while I was there, wait, wait, wait. While I was there, I just had a brand new pair of Nikes. And the guy was like, what size are those, bro? I really like them. And I literally panicked. And I just <laughs> oh, said, no. I want the place. What's your name? Let's see where you go. And then I walked out. Oh my God. And I called the bank. And I said, I need to cancel check number 323. <laughs> so public service announcement. Never take a check from Jason Tyne. <laughs> because I will literally cancel it. <laughs> do, you, wait, do you even write checks anymore? Does anyone write checks anymore? No. I Somebody asked know. me for a check the other day and I was like, <laughs> what, what is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, nah, I, no, I actually, I, I do only for one purpose. For whatever reason, my uh, leasing office here, um, yeah, you can pay online, but they charge you like at a service fee and yes. I'm not trying to do that. So I literally will just write the, write the paper check and just slip it in the Dropbox for free. So You're like, hey. The only time I write, I actually write a check anymore, and it, and it feels weird. Like my hand cramps up. I'm like, You're like, oh, weird. this is not, this like, is not right. Be using our hands this way anymore. <laughs> Wait, I have to do cursive. What, what is that? You know, they don't even teach cursive anymore to kids. They don't. No. What do they teach? I how to type. <laughs> oh yeah. How to. T- <laughs> there is. Girl, just drink. I'm not enough. I'm not into. I'm not. I'm not enough glasses of wine into it yet to be. But girl, I love yeah. So so okay. So I ended up. Yeah, I ended up finding a better place in. Um. Oh my gosh, Fort Greene, Mm -hmm. Brooklyn, with the guy who then I became friends with. My mom actually found him 
on on uh oh my god what is the platform called craigslist yeah because he said gay guy looking for a roommate and my mom my mother <laughs> being the mother is like honey he's gay like maybe something could happen and i'm like oh your mom but i love but i you know what i love about that though too is that if if any of us saw that that posting today with that exact wording it would not have the same effect no. <laughs> it would come off kind of creepy and we're like okay like or it would it would be misinterpreted They'd oh like, yes you're not looking for a roommate you're looking we're for just a looking hookup for... or whatever yeah exactly so um yes yeah, so i lived there Your mom i love that she's like oh honey oh. look a gay you can live with a gay guy we and we lived did in you, uh, wait, but did you end up moving in there oh my god so yes yeah, so yeah. we ended up moving into fort green and we lived in the bottom floor of a three-story house that was converted into three separate apartments and we were basically in the basement and our bathroom (laughs) was this weird like part of the basement that really could not be used for any other space so they converted it into a bathroom and it was about this wide (laughs) so always always in order to go from your like the sink was here and then you had to like literally sideways shimmy 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 around like a piping thing that was probably like the water pipes to then get into the toilet and then you had to shimmy 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 past another crawl space into the uh the the bathtub the bathtub and the shower my mom cried when she left me like when she dropped me off i (laughs) three thousand dollars a month for this but split by two at least, right? Split by two, yeah. Okay. So but it was fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, girl. Um, thank you, mom and dad, for paying the bill. <laughs> oh, you got lucky. See, I didn't have that luxury. I had, I had very similar, but and I had to. <laughs> I did not. No, I didn't even have a job when I lived in New York City. Mm-hmm. I would go to the Big Cup Coffee House on Eighth Avenue. It's not even there anymore. Yeah. Um, and just hang out, and I would tell my mom, "Yeah, mom, I'm I'm applying I for jobs." The Big Cup Coffee House. The Big Cup <laughs> Coffee Avenue. Shop. Oh. Girl, it was where we would hang. It's where, well, it's where the gays would hang. <laughs> yes. Okay. I will tell you this one story about the Big Cup Coffee tell Shop. Um, I'm sitting there one day, and I'm just working. I actually wrote a play while, while, while sitting there and living in New York, which then I ended up producing in Syracuse um, called Fish Talk. It was this whole big play about meeting people in weird situations that happen in life. And so I'm sitting there one day just typing away like on my computer and, like, and working from the coffee shop. And I'm flirting with this guy who's kind of like right across from me. And I'm super like, I'm like, God, I'm like really into this. This is very like Central Perk for people if if you need a visual. Like this is very like Central Perk from from friends, but gayer. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I'm sitting there at the coffee shop and I got my literally like, it's called the big cup for a reason. They they used to have these really ginormous cups of coffee. So I got my big cup of coffee. I'm like three sips in, which is like really like three lattes from Starbucks at this point. Sure, sure. So I'm like, I'm energized. I'm typing away. I'm flirting with this guy. I didn't know where this other guy I've never even saw before drops a pair of keys on the table. Ooh. Like he must have been watching and jealous that I was flirting with somebody else. It yeah. says, hey, babe, here's the keys. Um, meet me around the corner. I'll, um, I just wanted to come and say hello to you and I'll see you. I'll see you in a minute. And I'm like, was he cute? Yeah, he was cute. Okay, so you went. I went. No. So I... <laughs> I walked out to find him because I'm like, I have this dude's you're keys. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'm sure that was the reason. But you, you wanted to give him his keys back. Yeah, exactly. I wanted him to give me his keys back. Okay. <laughs> but I heard that. There it is, girl. That. Hey, girl. So, hey, girl. So, but he lost me at I live in the Bronx. <laughs> oh. That's that girl. I live girl, in the I'm other going way. All the way north, honey. I, I am I, not I, going all the way up fucking Bronx. Excuse my life. Look, I just. I, I, because that, that warranted it. Like, to, for someone that, to expect you to go all the way to the, the Bronx? Bronx? Honey, no. No. Listen. So I said, no, honey, I'm okay, girl, but um, no. Then it took, a, it took a hard turn, and he says, well, if you don't want to have sex with me, you know what I do for work? And I was like, no. He goes, could you be a mule? Oh my God. <laughs> he was a drug dealer. And he tried to get me. I said, no. And I dropped out and said, here's your keys, babe. And I walked back in. And then and you then continue flirting, with the, flirting with the other guy. with the other guy. And so I was like, <laughs> as I, okay, as I just had an itch on my nose, I literally just itched my nose. It was not a reference to drugs or whatever that dude was doing. I just, it's allergy season here in Vegas, okay? No, it really is. And I think I accidentally gave him food that he's allergic to. <laughs> oh my God, spicy chicken and I have a pepper allergy. And they, 
The best host of a show I've ever, I mean, literally, a show, Cootery Board, I'm going to post it on my Twitter, at Naked Boy News, I'm going to, like, give Bill his props, because oh, I've sweet. never been to a show, Green Room, that has had more stuff, oh. I mean, I did demand it, <laughs> She's like, she is that girl that's just like, oh my no. god, you didn't have to go through all this trouble, meanwhile, she was pushing for it the whole time, no, like, kidding, no, she really He, didn't. like, has some, like, Genoa sausage, like, flown in from Italy, like, hand-sliced, <laughs> I didn't ask for that. I just said you could have it from the San Fernando Valley, bitch. Yeah, like, yeah, like I was a little closer. No, no, he didn't ask for anything. He's so being so generous with his time. I love it. Oh well, gosh. those are so, you know, I love those kind of stories. And those New York stories are crazy. And <coughs> I remember one time, I mean, just even in, re- mine's not as funny as yours, but like just in it's in reference to like when like him expecting you to go to the Bronx. Ooh. And I remember I was working in the village and um, I got off work and some friends were, um, first of all, they were not, they were, like on like 34th street somewhere at some dive karaoke bar and i lived in i lived in brooklyn and i'm already in the village and i was like it was like two in the morning and i was like nothing you just said was cool there's (laughs) no way i'm going north right now like to go to a dive bar that's doing karaoke on 34th street only 25 blocks away and you were like no no way way. no way i was getting on that a train going north i was getting on my f train and taking my ass back to brooklyn to go to bed and you better hope it was an express training out of low right? I am not stopping at every stop at 10 in the morning or whatever time oh, honey. it was at well yeah if you were lucky you could catch the D train if it, yes. it was express but sometimes oh. it wasn't running <laughs> <laughs> I hope people at least have some sort of like knowledge of New York to at least enjoy this part of they, the conversation so. because well, <laughs> I think that they can at least uh, I think we're articulating it well too. Okay, good. <laughs> My, okay I will tell you one more fun experience about New York. Sure. I am at the, the Houston Street Station, and there's tourists on the, on the train. The worst. And they are so confused. And I'm like, already done. I'm already done. Like, <laughs> they're like, babe. It's like this couple, and they've got kids. We're looking for Houston Street. Where are we? <laughs> like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm, y'all, this is Houston in New York. You need to get off, or you are going to go to the wrong borough, <laughs> and you are not going to be happy because this is the last stop before we get to Brooklyn Center. Yeah. So they're no, like, have to get off. They're yeah. like, oh my God. And they're like, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, because you don't know. No, no, you no, don't no. Know. no. They, I always <laughs> laugh about that, you know, on that famous um, recurring skit on SNL with uh, Stefan. Uh, on Weekend Update. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. There was one. I mean, he's a million funny episodes, but there was one when he always references like the, the, those types of tourists. And he's like, he's like, if you're just some dumb folks looking to just get murdered, I have the place for you. Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. I got the stop and everything. <laughs> that guy probably still there hacking that apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, I love it. That's funny. So, I mean, okay. So, New York, yes. I love it. You know, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, we... You know, I don't think you ever stop. Hold on. I want to say this properly. I, I don't know. I don't think, you know, I'm no offense to the people who are diehard New Yorkers. Um, but after you've lived there a certain amount of years, and even though, even if you have moved away and it's been so many years, there's still a part of you that never stops being a bit oh. of a New Yorker, you know? Um, My idea is still from New right, York, so right. I don't. So it's, it kind of stays with you. It's like, it's kind of like a bad STD that you can't get rid of sometimes. But like, you know. <laughs> It's that herpes that comes out like every it's, time you're stressed, just you're like, surfaces. I'm New York all of a sudden. Like all of a sudden I'm in the grocery store and some bitch in front of me is walking too slow and all of a sudden the New Yorker comes oh. out of me and I'm like, could you move? <laughs> Like, all of my like, all you- of my best friends know that part of me. They're like, oh God, do not be in the room or in the when, car or when in the, the New Yorker line. comes out. When the, yes. Because it is true, though, and I love that we can say that because, I mean, I've lived in Vegas for 15 years, you've been here for 17, and it's just, but I still have, that that girl still oh. comes out, and and she even sh- shocks me sometimes, because oh. I, because, <laughs> you know, like, we're a little bit more calmer here in Sin City, I mean, we, we're crazy in our own way, and we're, we're, our, we're, you know, we have, you know, great things here, too, but I mean, as far as, like, you know, it's just, um... We're supposed to be a little bit more laid back because the sun is shining and it's beautiful and we're oh, no. we've got our pool in the backyard and we've got our cars and it's supposed to be less stressful. But like, but sometimes it just comes out. There was oh, this was before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and oh my god, my friend that was with me, I don't never seen someone's <laughs> jaw drop to the floor like this. We were in the grocery store, and this guy was. so so close to me that I could feel him breathing breathing. on my neck. I literally turned around and said, 
Oh, by the way, I just happened to buy some lube. Would you like some? Ooh. <laughs> and it was this old, like, Trumper kind of dude. Yeah. And he was like, what? And my friend was like, what did you just say? And I was like, yeah, that's a total, that's, that's my knee. He's like, my friend's like, oh, that's New York, that's New York coming, coming out. coming out, yeah. I'm like, yes. I'm like, dude, if you need to be, like, right on me. I'm like. Because New Yorkers won't, they, they don't play. And, no. and, you know, and that's the thing, too. It's like, and I remember when I first, even when I first moved back, because I had moved back, uh, as you know, I moved, I've been in Vegas since 05, but there was a, a two-year period where I had left to go back to New York in 2016 for two years, and I came back. Um, and coming back, I, you know, I had been back in New York for two years, so I was, that, I was, that was that. And I remember coming back here, and, and you know, our, friend, our friends here were like, they're like, when you first, they've told me now. They didn't tell me at the time because they were probably Oh, they were like, too. oh, they were probably scared too. But We don't want to tell this bitch. Right. <laughs> They're like, we can't tell this bitch anything. Because there was something, I guess, apparently, apparently, there was something about the way I was acting when I first came back where I was apparently very short with people. Because, <laughs> you know, like New Yorkers, like you say hi to a New Yorker and they're like, yeah, what? What, what do, you do you want? What do you want? What do you, what do you want? want? <laughs> like, it's, like, they don't play. The, I have no time for strangers or new friends. In New York. Don't, That's the New York mentality. Uh, don't ask a New Yorker for direction during rush hour. Oh, my God. Or ever. You will literally end up in the wrong place because they will tell you the wrong place on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> but, yeah, they, they, I, I, think I've, I, think, I think I've calmed back down to, to, to whatever we are to in the, Vegas. To whatever we are in Vegas. The, but they told me. They've told me since then I've because I've been back, what, three years now. And they're like, yeah, like when you first came back, yeah. It was we, were, we were we were treading lightly <laughs> around you. <laughs> They're like, Bill, what do you want to drink? What? what? Why, you ask, why do you not know? Why don't you know? We've been friends for 10 years. How do you not know what I drink? <laughs> but I don't even think I'm being rude. That's, that's not rude anymore. <laughs> that is so me that that doesn't even feel like New York. It's just who I am. So I'm oh like, wait, what? Okay. Like, if I go to my friend's house and they don't have like... I'm very sensitive to light. I'm like, you know I don't like that light turned on in your house. Why do you not turn that light off when I come over? <laughs> My friends are like, you are crazy. And I'm like, yeah, that's why you love me. I <laughs> love it. No, I do. Okay, so now we're, let's get back to Vegas. Because we, okay. we are, I know, but I love the Woo! New York, the New York nostalgia. 22 minutes into the podcast and we are not even talked about who the heck we are, what we're doing. It, that's, but you know what? I love it. We're the same <laughs> we are. So listen, talk, okay, so you come to Vegas, you know, you're studying, you were, you were at UNLV. I came here originally to to study um, international uh, international relations and politics, and somehow I went to pick up a friend of mine who was in acting school at UNLV, uh-huh. and I saw her professor, and I was like, oh, "The hottest man ever!" I said, "Girl, I am going to do acting school now. I'm done with you." <laughs> and she said, "But it like it clearly worked out fine for you." But I love that that was oh. the career making decision for you. Was she, but girl, she literally said, "She goes, well, the craziest thing is, she goes, you should audit this class. Everybody is dying to figure out if our professor is gay or straight." And I said, "Oh, honey, he's gay, <laughs> but I'm going to audit the class just to see." He was gay. I found out. He was gay. Oh, girl. I, I won't tell you how I found out. Right. But, <laughs> but I did. Oh. So let I love that. Oh my, it's okay. Let's talk about Naked Boy News. Yes. How did Naked Boy News start? And to sell us like, you know, uh we, what the you know what the vision for that was. Okay. So I have a hard time remembering <laughs> how Naked Boy News really started. Like, I'm not even sure if I did it. Like, I did it in my sleep. I was sleepwalking, and it just turned out this amazing said, website. Yeah. I, said, I don't even know how it happened. Um, <laughs> there was a girl. Okay. So, parts of my life are, like, kind of, like, segmented into different things. Okay. And so, bef- when I moved back in 2004, I really... Wanted to work for Celine Dion. Didn't know how that was going to happen. And I'm going to, I'll speed it up for the podcast listeners. <laughs> um, so when I got back here, one of the girls who I actually met at UNLV was an usher at the Celine show. Okay, perfect. And so everybody that kind of worked at AEG Live kind of was, not. I don't want to say nepotism, but if you knew somebody, right, it was it helped. definitely 100% a helped. way to get in. Yeah, exactly. So this girl that I actually went to acting class with at UNLV worked there, and she said, hey, there's a position that's available. They're looking for ushers. They're looking for box office people. So like, I didn't really like work for Celine. I worked for AEG, and I... I was an usher, and then I started working in the box office, and I, I ended up growing my career that way. And so during that whole process of working at the show, I met tons of different people. Sure. And working at the box office, I just kind of like 
started helping out the like the celebrity guests that came because while I n- know celebrities, apparently I can't recognize a celebrity to <laughs> save my life. So they're like, Jason, can you help celebrities because you don't freak out, you don't fangirl yeah, because you don't yeah, even yeah. know who the heck they are. Yeah, yeah. So I started like uh, helping out different people, and I helped out some people that were well known in the baseball community, and through that became friends with this girl who 12, 15 years ago when I met her, I remembered her name, but I'm horrible. I can't even remember her damn name. I'm horrible. You better stop. <laughs> we did. Okay. So me and her started hanging out and we created, the funny thing is that if you go, if you search MySpace and you look oh, for this MySpace, thing honey. called, so this girl, oh God, I wish I knew her name. Anyways, um, <laughs> We're going to call her Amanda for the sake of argument. Sure, let's call her Amanda. It could actually be her name. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, so, if you're listening, when you get make o- sure you send us an email. <laughs> when you get older, you do have like segments of your life, and I kind of have decades because I'm going to hit the big 4-0 at the end of July. So I have like decades of, of life. So a decade and a half ago, I met this girl, and we created this thing it was like a comedy troupe duo. She was like, God, you are so funny. Have you ever thought about doing comedy? And I was like, not really. She goes, no, 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 no. We need to do this. So we created a thing. If you go, it's still on MySpace. The website's still up. MySpace.com slash thumper Wait, that's still million. Like you could still go to MySpace? Oh, you can still go to MySpace. Oh, yes. Okay. Justin Timberlake bought it like a 10 years ago and tried to make it into a music platform. It never took off. Okay. So he just spent like $2 million and got nothing out of it. Okay. Um, so Thumper Million was our comedy skit routine that we were gonna we were gonna get onto Saturday Night Live. Sure, sure. She was I was Bambi Thumper and she was Max Million. Okay. Oh girl, it was a hot drag queen mess. Yes. And so honey. we had different songs that we sang and we went all over the place. And so through that, I ended up doing stand-up comedy and we did this, oh God, on Fremont East in two. 2008, 2009, before Fremont was like the hip and cool place to go in downtown Las Vegas. Um, Fremont East, which is now like the cool bar place. Yeah, but you didn't it, used to go there. Oh, unless no. you wanted to, unless you were just some dumb folks looking to get murdered. Yes. And so there was a Motel 8? It wasn't even Motel <laughs> it might not 6. Even, it might have been a Motel yeah. 2. We don't it even was, know at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I used to park my car. There was a stand-up, uh, open mic stand-up comedy night. Okay. And so she convinced me to go and do this. And so we went a few times and all these people had been there. Like they had done stand-up for years. They were still perfecting their crafts and they were trying to like figure out how to get to the next level. So I went like two or three times. I really wasn't trying to do comedy. I was like, "Eh, am I even funny? I don't even know. The fourth time we go. And now mind you, this is when that part of the Fremont was not a good place. We would park under the canopy. We'd park it like the Golden Gate or something good. And then once we got to Las Vegas Boulevard, we would run the three blocks yeah. to this Motel 18 or whatever it was. Um, right, right, right. It's now actually where Container Park is. Oh, perfect. So that's where I first got my first like hosting gigs in Vegas was at this little dive bar inside this motel. Okay. So they had this comedy club there. I started doing, I did a few shows. There was a comedy booker in the audience, somehow found out about this place. And so all these people that had been doing it for years, I was like, oh, well, they're obviously going to get picked up and they're going to do things. Nope. Me on my fourth time, they said, hey, do you know this guy named Alex Ramundo? He's in part of the Latin Kings of Comedy. He's doing a show in Barstow. Would you want to open up for him? I love it. Sure. I'll open up for him. So. I go to Barstow, California. I kill it. It's amazing. I actually do jokes about your girlfriend, Celine Dion. Okay. And um, woo, that was fun. So I ended up doing these, this comedy and I ended up getting booked in, in, in New York and I went all over the place, but it really kind of wasn't my, my thing. Sure, sure. So I came back to Vegas and I was like, okay, this is when Crave Nightclub was really popular. And I've said, and I started working as the house manager for Jubilee. I remember and that. And so that's how... I think that's I how think, we met. I okay, think so we're trying to figure that out. And isn't that great? Like when you have a friend that you just you all you remember is that you've been friends. You yes, because I'm like, how, yeah. When did I? I think I'm I met sure through Jubilee. Jubilee. Yeah, it I'm must have sure. been. But so during that whole time, like, so I, came I was back the and, star. He was the star. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think there's a picture of me and you, and I'm in a suit, and you're in like the, the rhinestone, the rhinestone Mackie, white, yeah. yes, outfit. 
just living. Oh, I lived And in the that two outfit. of us, we look like we're 12 years old. It's like, I'm like. You got to find that picture. I feel like I'm me. wearing my dad's suit because like the, the, the shoulders, shoulders are, are like not my size. I didn't know. Like I bought off the rack from like right. Target. I had no idea what I was doing. No, back then. you were fine. Oh my God. And, no, uh, you were that, but you were the house manager, right? Yes. Yeah. So I was in charge of all the the ushers and the and the all you the ticket taking. It was picture. Oh my God. I because I'm I, sure it's it's not I digital. Can, it is definitely a hard copy somewhere. Yes. Oh yeah. There's it's no definitely a hard copy. There was no <laughs> way this is a digital picture. <laughs> oh God. Isn't it weird that we are so old that but we we're remember still young. we're young? Yeah. But <laughs> nowadays, when you tell people. That you grew up when payphones were really a thing, or rotary and dial that, phones. I've yes, said that before. Yeah. I had a pager. I never had a cell phone I when I was pager. younger. My first thing was a pager. Yes, yeah, and so I'm like, and I thought I was cool. I'm like, yes, just page me. I don't even remember how <laughs> pagers worked or how it even. I was it, like, it was really loud, obnoxious. It was like beep beep beep. Yeah, and then you'd have like you would text like codes they got more like advanced. one yeah, four three them, yeah. or zero seven seven three four upside down was hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like stupid things that kids just these days do not understand. Like in the calculator, you put you put the, uh, the you zero point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, eight zero zero eight or five uh, eight yeah. five eight zero zero eight upside down boobs. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they don't. Uh, oh. Kids these days really. You know, oh. I always used to laugh when my grandparents and my parents would say like kids these days, but really, really kids these kids days. These days. <laughs> Oh my God! That, I think um, we there's something there. We need to brainstorm this. This yes. could be a whole segment. Like, oh my God! Okay, we, let's work on that. But let's stay yes. focused. So okay. now we. So, so we. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, started Jubilee. doing. I started. I, so I got back from doing comedy, and then I was like, okay, this is not really my thing, but I do love Kathy Griffin, and I like the style of stuff that she does. How can I do this, but be different, right? Because sure, I, sure. you, what I've learned and what I, um, George Lopez became friends with me. Oh, wait, are we getting more wine? Hold we're on a second. More wine. Come on over. I'm, yeah, come on over. Yeah. Well, girl, oh my York, God, yeah, you just girl. poured me like a half a, half a bottle. Whew. Get it, girl. All right. So now we're talking about uh, comedy. The actual like actual Naked Boy News 30 minutes into the interview. <laughs> 36. <laughs> oh, who's, but who's counting? Who's counting? Um, <laughs> so... I don't really remember how it happened. Obviously, can you tell how my brain thinks? My brain no, does not it, think like, in a straight line. I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I can relate. So, right. <laughs> so, that, so, so here's the thing. This episode might be really entertaining or it might be really hard to listen to because both of us are not balancing each other. We're feeding off of each other. And we both have the same out there crazy <sighs> energy when we think of 500 things at once. And but, and, I, and, so, and I'm in the driver's seat, so that's what's scary is I'm trying to direct this. And I'm a backseat driver from hell, and it never ends up where you're supposed to go. So, so hey cheers girl. to us. Okay. Hey, girl. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> Oprah, if you're out there, can you give both of us tips girl, on how to conduct or a job? <laughs> both of us need jobs. Um, Boy, no, oh you got God. a good job. <laughs> so, it, it all kind of started as my way to do over-the-top celebrity news. And I thought to myself, how do I stand out? Because you wanted to coordinate your comedic background. Like, yes. You didn't want to do stand-up, but you wanted to still entertain in a comedic way. Yes. But also in more of like a celebrity news, uh, entertainment type way. Yes. Okay. So I was thinking, I was like, how I remember it coming about was I'm thinking and I'm talking to my friends and I'm talking to that girl that helped change my Amanda. life, but I don't even Amanda. remember her name. Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So- I have an Amanda in my life that changed my life. Hey oh, girl, cool. hey Moo. So- Amanda, you know Amanda Moo. Oh yeah, hey. Yeah, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe that's the first time. This is my thing. If, like, on my, that's like, your little shimmy. I'm that's your shimmy. version of a shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. shimmy. Yeah, I don't, it's, it's really- It's like a mix between a shimmy and a Harlem shake. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, Did you ever boom. live in Harlem? Um, yes. Yeah. You did? Yeah, yeah I did. I was like, wait, Harlem. I would have. Yes. I would have. I just didn't. I, I, didn't I was in Washington Heights at one point. Oh, okay. I was in Lower East Side. So I was just a little bit farther yeah. north. My other real friend, Amanda, who lives in New York City, lived up in Harlem. So I, I do know that Amanda, which is I not did the same date Amanda. somebody who lived in Harlem, though. Oh, okay. Um, so I used to frequent. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> so... This idea just came well, about I of say like date. we hooked up a uh, couple times, but that's that's <laughs> equivalent to dating, right? Was that the Adam for Adam days? 
Uh, no, it was actually it was Grinder by then. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. It was your second time back in New York. Yeah, second time. Oh. Back, second time back. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Second time back. Yeah, because I'm. No, like, the okay. first time I was there, I was so focused. I was so because I was at Juilliard and then I was with the Joffrey Ballet, and I was I was just training, 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 mm. training, training, training. I wasn't even trying to work. I was I was young. I was like older teenager, early twenties, not even old enough to drink yet. Like so, I oh, was God. just training. For, but you, you were know. drinking. Always. <laughs> so we would, we would go to the bodega and get like a oh god like a forty of beer because that's all we could afford. Oh my and god, like, I and, love and, it. And, and like thought we were like thought, you know you know when like when you're like nineteen and you think you're hot shit because you got a beer. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh my god. Yeah. Trust and we me. would like still be in like our ballet tights with like our just like sweatpants mm. over them. You know what I mean? Like oh my god, passing the forty <laughs> around in our dorm room. <laughs> oh, one forty for all of you? Not even a forty for each person? We were poor, <laughs> and we were watching our calorie and four four dollars <laughs> and fifty cents for a forty. And I'm not, kidding. but I'm telling you, I you know it's true. Thank God for my mom and dad, because I mean, <laughs> girl. <laughs> so yeah, so basically it came. I, we are going to get back to the story. Um, I think what happened was I wanted to I wanted to pull it off wasn't like, always the forty. Just by the way, just, <laughs> we weren't that trashy. Like every once in a while, we could get more. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, but hey, um, <laughs> so it really was just about like how do I how do I get people to the website? I know it, it, I was going for an LGBT audience, sure. So I was like naked. Like how can I play off that? So I I created nakedboynews.com, and it was never supposed to be like porn or anything like that. And I I did it naked, but. In the beginning, like I would always have like a little like star spangled banner sure. or something strategically like, placed. Strategically yeah. placed. Yeah. And I had a thing called Wave Your Flag. So I literally started doing a I had a sock around my hoo has. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> I had like an American flag uh ribbon. I'm sure we can get like a picture of this to like insert and embarrass me. Um and I would stand up and I would say, wave your flag, bitches. And that became my tagline, wave your flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would wave my literal flag. flag yeah, fun. you would. So, <laughs> so then that turned into um, me doing celebrity interviews and doing a thing called This or That, where I give celebrities like two choices. And they would just give me, like I would say, hamburgers, hot dogs, travel abroad, travel in the U.S. Um, do you want to live here or there or rain or shine or, and fun things. So that kind of... That kind of started getting me into like the celebrity category. Sure. Um, and then every week I would do a, a full like 10 minute show where I would do a trending topic, a top news, something in science yeah. and just give my crazy over the top um, opinion of, the, of that story. So it really wasn't news really. It was more of my, my naked truth take. Love it. On, on the news. And so then that ended up turning into... A naked boy tour, which I went and did gay prides all over the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. in Dallas. I was in Phoenix. I was in New York City. Oh my god! So in New York, the LGBT Pride Parade, the the Dykes on Bikes are like kind of like the Grand Marshals, and they kind of lead the parade. And then there's like the Grand Marshal, and then right afterwards, the 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 next entry was sponsored by God Mazda of Lodi, New Jersey somehow and somehow i became the naked boy guy on top of their float oh my god so i always tell people like i led the new york city parade even yeah. though i was like yeah i was the first official entry after the grand marshal and Dykes got and Bikes. it yeah. but i'm just like but no 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 you you led you led. so i was like i was leading and i so i did this whole big naked gay boy tour but i was never naked so that was kind of like my sure. my funny thing i love that um so yeah, so I did I did that and then I came back to Vegas and started working at Crave Nightclub where I did like Naked Boy News Night and things like that. And and yeah, I think that's that's kind of my Naked Boy News story. I love that. Um, and then so, no, it's I I think I'm like, I don't know you, that you were able was, to make like make that many um, you know, kind of work opportunities out of the idea, which I love, yeah. you know. And the the one thing, oh I will say this, the how Naked Boy News actually like became kind of successful was when John McCain was running for president, which then ultimately he ran in the, in the general versus Obama and Obama won. Um, I really liked John McCain. And so I made a video. There was a thing called I report on CNN, which I had I report and I, my profile was naked boy news. And I would send in my videos to them and nothing. They never picked up anything because I was really over the top, but I made a video called I'm gay and I love John McCain. I, it was after the first Republican debate. Sure. And I, 
I'm not saying that I'm Republican because I'm not, but I just, I, my grandparents, my grandmother lived in Tucson, Arizona. I spent a lot of time as a kid in Arizona and I just really liked him. I liked his family. So I made this video, I uploaded it to CNN's website and then I get in the shower. Don't think anything of it. It was after like the final debate. And so the name of the title was, I'm going to love John McCain. I'm in the shower. My phone starts ringing and I look and it's a 404 area code. Well, 404 is Atlanta, Georgia. So now I'm like, God, oh my God. Like it's got to, I, I just thought in my head, it's got to be CNN. It yeah. has to be. Yeah, yeah. It was CNN. I love it. They're like, oh my God, we love your video. Can we have permission to use it? We're going to use it on air. Okay. So then they use it on air. Now my site's blowing up. It's, it's blowing up for good reasons and bad reasons. Like there's obviously like the, the hateful homophobic Republicans that are like, yo, yeah, I like John McCain. What? I know I got hate mails and oh girl, it was, I got my favorite piece of hate mail. I still have it. Okay. It's, it's a picture that this person created. And I was like, girl, you really have to hate somebody just for being gay. Um, it was a picture of a kitty cat with a gun. And then the gun had a barrel, and in the barrel was like the scope, right? And you know what the target was? A picture of me. No. Yes. But you know what? It, it, oh, it no. was frightening at the time, but now I look back at it and I say, what a poor pitiful soul. Yeah. That had yeah. to, one, you took the time to like really edit this whole picture together and then find my email and then send it to me all because I like John McCain. I'm like, shouldn't you wish that I was like supportive and gay and liked a Republican? But yeah. So- that happened, and then that kind of like got my, got my blog more noticed, and then I just started doing other non-political topics sure, sure. that then got picked up. Jeannie Mose from CNN, she does this thing called The Most Unusual, play off her name, M-O-S-T. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so then it was about uh, Rush Limbaugh, and so I, Rush Limbaugh was telling like all these people, you know, he was just crazy, telling everybody to shut up and that he was so important. So I told him to shut up. Well, and I'm yes, literally, yes. I'm literally like, I appear to be to naked in the video. And I'm like, and the naked boy says, Rush Limbaugh, you shut up. And she uses that on CNN, like in it. the whole thing. So, okay. So I love all of that. Naked boy news. Great. Huge success. You come back to Vegas, you know, you're doing your MCing, you're doing all these things. How did we get to Temptation Sundays, which is, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Las Vegas' longest-running LGBTQ plus hosted party? Um, how many? Is it 12? 12 years, 12, right? 12 years. It's 12 years And you right want to know the crazy thing? Because rehab closed, yeah. we are now the longest-running pool, pool party, party. Oh, in Vegas. Because it. rehab started, like I think, like three or four years prior to us. Yeah. But we are now the gay, straight, mainstream, whatever we are the longest running pool party yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh man, I love it. So wait, how did that come about? How did that come so, about? I love it. I come to it often, you know. I'm like, hey, hey girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> now I know the name. Now I know why the name of the show is the name of the yes. show. Because it just works. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to follow in your footsteps, boo. I'm trying like, to, hey. you did Naked Boy. I'd said, hey girl. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> um, so... When I came back and I was when I came back from the Naked Boy tour, um, a friend of mine worked at Luxor, and he was eavesdropping on his 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 boss, who was the director of the pool at the time. Yeah, and said he calls me and he goes, "Hey, I know that you, because I was so I was working at Jubilee, and then the recession hit. Everybody got laid off. The re- yeah. yeah, the recession. Everybody yeah. got laid off." I got moved over I did to too. I was at the oh. Rio and I got laid off. Yep. yep I got moved I was over a retainer. Back yes. Then. <laughs> so I got moved. Actually, I got, I got like moved from my position, got eliminated. Then they offered me, I got moved over to the Rio, mm-hmm. which then I was there for a few months. And then ultimately that position was let go as well. So my friend at the time was like, Hey, I know you want to do these. Ev- I know you want to do events. You were, I was working at Crave at the time. I was doing some other events around town, but like really like, like small scale. So he goes, there was, there was an LGBT event at Luxor, but it was, it was not put on by MGM resorts. It was not put on by Luxor. It was a outside person who just rented the space out and they, they had moved on from those people. So my, my friend at the time had heard his boss saying, Hey, we really want to find a promoter that we can team up with that we can work in house with. And so he calls me and he goes, hey, I know that they're going to have a meeting in literally like a half an hour. Is there any way you could type something up and just run it here? And so literally I was just like, 
you know, like those cartoons that like yeah, people yeah, are typing yeah. and the letters are flying off the, that was me typing up this proposal. And then I just sent it over. And then they were like, we love this. Like, can you come in for an actual like meeting with us? And then the rest is history. And 12 years later, it was, it, it, it is what it is, you know? I love so, it. And it's so much fun. I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, it really is. And you've done it so well. I don't, I, I do want to give you that compliment. You know, Thank you so much. So I really appreciate fun. it. And, and it's, it's, and I think it's at a point now it's reliable. You know, I think a lot of times in Las Vegas, uh, there are LGBTQ events and, and venues that, um, that open up with the best of intentions and we're all excited to see something new, but something doesn't seem to work out for, for long and longevity. Um, but your party my, has, I'm just going to keep my glass right here and just, no, no, and no. I'm not, I'm not fishing for, uh, yeah, I'm not, no. this, it's not a loaded question. I want to just give no, you that no, no, compliment no. that you have, that you've found longevity in a, in a market that doesn't typically, uh, that doesn't happen often with, with our community. So bravo. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. And what I say is, it's the people that come. There's a group of guys that literally, they were just there last weekend. Right. And they were there at my very first one 12 years ago. I love that. So that's, what I've learned is there's so many times promoters, and no no shame to my promoter friends that do this, but listen, if you want, this is what my key to success has always been. You are not more important than any single person at your events. Because if it wasn't for those people coming and paying and drinking, having a good time, posting on their social media, telling their friends about it, there wouldn't be a J.Sun. There wouldn't be a Temptation Sundays. There wouldn't be these events. So when you see promoters, in my opinion... If you see a promoter that's always in the VIP area, that's never... It like, never gets out and like never, actually talks to the yes. people that come. No, and you always did that. You always did it. I mean, I, you know, again, I know we, I'm pretty sure now that we've been talking about it for a while that we did meet at Jubilee. But, but still, like we, I think we, we met there, but we became friends, we friends at, your, at events. events at yes. your events, yeah. And that's, that's just what I like. like. I'm always about after every event, you got to post on your social media. You got to go and look at all those... Te- tags that people have put in and comment and thank them for coming sure, and, sure. and you gotta you well, you have know, to engage with them yes engage with your audience and and that's really why it is really a testament to the people sure. of las vegas yeah. and the people that come to las vegas that this event has been so successful so right. wait okay so why specifically sunday why why out of you know i mean i'm sure you know obviously weekends are weekends is prime real estate for promoters and to do events but why specifically sunday work for you well, or to be honest, no offense to the big corporations out there, but Sundays were really the weekend day or the day of the week where people go home. Uh, so, well, yeah, that makes sense. Sunday afternoon is really not... I try to leave Vegas every Sunday. It never works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. So no, I've been trying to leave Las Vegas forever. Mm-hmm. No, but it never happens because I went to UNLV and they, you know, they say it's University of Nevada, Las Vegas. No. It's university never leaving Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I said that too. I mean, really side note too. Like, I mean, I've tried to leave Vegas a couple times as well. And no shade. I've That's... never left Vegas with like that feeling of fuck Vegas and, or, um, you know, I hate this place for the, I mean, you know, yeah. no, but it's just, <laughs> I mean, I might've said that once or twice. I mean, Freudian slip. But you know what I mean? Like the, the overall sentiment of Vegas for me has still always been very positive, but you know, sometimes you are looking for something different or you're looking for a change. Yeah. And I've tried to leave a couple of times, but something has always brought me back. There's always, Vegas has always been good to me. It's it, the point of the story. And I always compare it to, I'm like, Vegas for me is always like, Vegas is like the ex-boyfriend that, that you, that just, oh, like, just let me, <laughs> love you like just come back just like the ex-boyfriend just, you don't usually talk about but like always loved you more than you loved them you know what i mean why do i feel like you you know my story i feel like <laughs> my story is your story and your story is my story hey girl, hey girl! <laughs> again i don't know if the <laughs> listeners are loving this or, or 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 if it's just they're turning the they're, they're probably break. hating it but they're, it's like a train wreck they have to keep on going yeah, they're invested now. Like, you're in now, bro. You can't turn. You can't turn the track the around on their on their on their radio radio or whatever their their phone. <laughs> like I said, that's again that was another Freudian slip of being old. Adjust your radios, people. <laughs> turn your radio up. Turn your radio down. This is Jay Dotson from Z eighty nine. Yes. Oh wait, sorry. That's my radio voice. I love it. <laughs> so, all right. So Sundays why, so really. Sundays, yeah. Sundays really were the 
we don't do things day here in Las Vegas. Yeah, because so, it was just get out. Yeah. People get out, like, are getting out. Yeah. yeah. So they gave me, I'm very thankful that they gave me any day on the Las Vegas Strip. I mean, hello. I had the marquee out front of Luxor with my name on it. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, you that's did. I amazing. Remember that. I was like, like, she's a celebrity yeah. now, honey. I'm like, hey. Like, she said, hey, and, <laughs> <laughs> and for 12 years ago, there wasn't any mainstream weekly event on Las Vegas Boulevard for LGBT community. It just, I don't, everybody was still trying to figure out like, how do we be more inclusive? How do we do these kind of things? So I'm thankful that we were given Sundays, but it really was like a locals thing in the beginning because sure, people sure. did not stay, stay for till it. Monday yeah. or have their flights go out at 10 o'clock at night. Right, but right. Over the course of the 12 years, it really has become a thing where now people from Los Angeles and people from Phoenix and from the, from the drive time areas, we call them. Yeah. yeah they yeah, yeah. stay. They stay because why not? Yeah. Yes. So they're staying. So, we, you know, in the beginning it was predominantly locals, but then by year three, four, there. it became <laughs> hella. You were there. <laughs> um, it really became more of a like 50-50 split where 50% are tourists and 50% are that out of town uh, market and the in town market, which is really great. So it really just kind of, um, you okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just checking things. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I love that you care about me that much. I was adjusting my headset, and he and he had to stop to make sure I was okay. I'm like, are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Take two. Oh, um, I love it. Oh no, you're so sweet. I love it. Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> it was just scratching my ear, and so I was moving it. It had nothing to do with you. <laughs> it's not all about you. No it's, kidding. It, but, but it is. is. But it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right so, um, so they gave you sunday because it you know because of that and i love it and it worked out so but yeah it started out as sunday fun day and then it really turned into this just larger than life events that you know the good thing that we around four or five we tried to do more and we tried to make things over the top a little bit more like having theme days having celebrity guests and having a runway show and doing this and what we realized was people just want to come chill relax let go of all those outside cares and concerns and just get in the pool and have a good time yeah so yeah, yeah, totally by year six we said you know what We've got a great thing. Well, by then it was a machine. It was yes. Like, it worked. It worked. So we said, you why got are we... the formula. You knew the, the players were in yeah. it, and it was in it. Yeah. And so that's why we were like, why are we keep on trying to make it something it's not? Or let's reinvent just make the it, wheel. Yeah, let's make it what it is. And this formula, Sunday, 1 to 7, at the Luxor, I mean, you have this beautiful pyramid as your backdrop with beautiful people of all shapes and sizes and colors. And that's the thing that... I've had promoters from, from Miami, from Chicago, from Phoenix, from New York, from LA come. And this is, to me, the biggest like, sense of like, wow, and like, that, I'm, that I'm appreciative of the compliments. Or the, yeah, the biggest compliment I would say is that these promoters will always say, J-Dot, this is the one party that we've been to where... Every portion of the LGBTQ plus community is there. They're getting along. They're having a fun time. They're like, we don't know how you do it. And I said, because we just are welcoming. We're just welcoming. We don't, we don't want to, we're, we love the circuit guys. We love the bears. We love the different groups. We love the lesbians. We love the gay guys. We love the trans community. We really do love every single letter. And we don't want to make it about like it's only this or it's only that. It's, it really has become this big family. And I love that. It's like when somebody says like, oh my God, we went to your event and we were a little shy or we were nervous. And then somebody came up to us and said, Girl, get over here. Hey, girl, get over here. Hey, girl, you get over here. Like those kind of compliments, like that makes it so much worth doing. Totally. That we're providing a safe space for every letter of the community to, to come here and feel like empowered and special and warm and welcome. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day is just providing yeah. that space to, yeah, it's a party and people are drinking and having fun, but I don't want people to come and feel like they weren't welcome that's my that's my and i think that's why it's been so successful is that everybody everybody at the luxor everybody with mgm resorts everybody that i've worked with over the decade with them and everybody that i've worked with 
on the promotion aspect of it, I think is why it's been so successful is because we really do care about the community. And yes, it is a business. And of course, people are going to say like, you're doing it for a business. And yeah, of course, I need to survive. But we try to give back at every moment we can with the community. We work with, with the gay pride organizations. We work with, with different centers here in, in Las Vegas. And it really makes me feel proud to be able to, prevent, uh, to provide this space, not prevent, provide this space for the community to come from, if you're from Las Vegas or if you're from across the globe, if you're here in Vegas on a Sunday during the summer, please come out and join us and have a little fun. And if you're by yourself, don't worry. We will introduce you to a group of people that is super friendly and awesome. And by the third drink, you're going to have so much fun. You're not even going to remember that you're by yourself because you're not by yourself. You're with your whole brand new family at the Luxor of the Temptation Sundays. Yes. So. I, it's, I love it. Yes, it, it's true. It's true. It, it's a lot of fun. So let's talk about uh, how did we get into television news? Oh, that is. So obviously I was doing stuff with CNN because of Naked Boy News. So right. I was on television, but more as like, I'm, I'm this guy, this character that's creating these videos that then they're using as clips and snippets from other things. You're right. Like they're, I'm just kind of getting infused into sure. the TV. Sure, sure, sure. So I did have some experience on like, you know, how to create content that's catching and eye popping for the television. And like two and a half years ago, I somehow became, I was friends with who is now my boss on Facebook and she had made a post like, hey, if you create content, if you do social media, like reach out to me because we're looking for people with experience to, and that was the key word, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, I don't necessarily have the TV experience, but you know, I was the community relations manager and editor in chief of Q Vegas magazine sure, for sure. several years back in 2010. So I did have that like media you knowledge. Had the communications experience. Yes. A- absolutely. And, and I marketing and I, experience. Yeah, yeah. And I worked sure. in radio before and I I did I've done things like that, but I never did TV. Yeah. So yeah. they kind of took me on as a as a chance. I love it. And two years later, here I am. I'm loving it. Yeah. I've learned so much. The 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 team and the crew of people that I work with has just been amazing. And you know, the pandemic really changed things up too because I had with Naked Boy News for the 10 years plus prior, I had always been doing things from home on my iPhone, on my computer, really just producing from home. And so when I started working in the news, we were like, oh, we were, I was in a studio and I was doing segments on air with uh, using a teleprompter for the first time. Oh God. The first time I used a teleprompter, you don't even want to know. (laughs) I had no training and they were like, let's just give it a go. Yeah. 45 minutes later. Oh no. My segment is a minute and a half. 45 minutes later, they were like, do you just want to do this live? Yeah. (laughs) I said, why? They said, well, because we know you have a theater background and you do live stuff. They're like, something's getting in the way. And it was really just a mess. So we ended up just pulling off the bandit and I went live and it was so much better. Oh, good. I, oh, I love it. Pre- preparing for things and doing things yeah. uh, pre-recorded, when you mess up, you're like, oh, I don't like that. I'm going to redo this again. Well, you start gonna... overthinking things. Right? Yes. Well, you mentioned that to me too. You actually said I should start doing some of these shows live. Yeah. I, think... I will. I'm down. Like, I think, we're, I think we're there. I mean, I think in the beginning for me, um, I mean, you, you know my background. You know, I, I come from a perf- live performance background Live, well. yeah. And I just... Um, but I was, I think that, you know, I've been, I've been learning and teaching myself everything, but I think we're there. I think we're ready to start doing some live events. You I'm know? telling you, I'm like, cause I know where I started at when I first started, your setup is freaking amazing. Oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> it's better than what I have now after stop 10 it. years. Don't so I'm stop like, it. but I'm you, like, I mean, the man has his face on a pillow, people. I mean, like you can sleep next professional next to me every night. Oh my god, I love you. That's such a big compliment coming from you because I'm always impressed by you. I mean, do I just pick up the do I pick up the Emmy again? Yes, (laughs) that's what I said. I mean, like, listen, I girl, like, so don't 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 be trying to act like you don't have it together over there because you've got your Emmy in your hand. I mean. Listen, I, I have I, not slept with it yet. I, you know, right. people say that like I've seen people like take pictures like in bed with it. Yeah. I think that's a little too much. That, and that might be a little much. Yeah, I don't know. But but listen, I mean, look, what cut to me me one day doing this? Yes, so you never know. Why I'm so happy about winning this Emmy is that 
it was it's a team effort. There was I think eight of us that were working the night. So we we won for outstanding so achievement in breaking news. It was for the uh, like unrest in Las Vegas yes. segment, correct? For so Black Lives Matter. Tell us about the segment a little bit. Yeah, and then tell me about the win. Like tell yes. me yeah, go for it. So my role that night was I'm digital content producer for the news. And so I do do on-air stuff and I and I and I work creating content for social media and for the streaming platforms. But that night I was solely working on the digital content side. Sure. So I am while we have gosh, we had like five or six people out in the field and then we had three or four people in the station. Yeah. Then we were I mean, it's in the middle of the pandemic. So we were working from home during this time. Yeah, a lot everybody so was working remote. We had yeah. people all over working remotely and and it was really just great to see people out showing their voice and 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 really making sure that their voices were heard in a time that they needed to be heard. Yes. And so I really helped just cre- just saying like, hey, we're getting video from this part of downtown. Like we should go over here. We should interview these people. And so it was really a it was really a team effort. And I'm so proud of the team yeah. that I'm a part of. And it it's so cool because I was able to work with these people that had went to school for for television news and that had all this experience. So I'm learning on the fly as well sure. over the whole time that I've been working there. And so it's so cool that the producers and the executive producers and the desk and the digital team have really been like, we know that you have had none experience, but you have had experience because you've had real life experience and you've done Naked Boy News and you've done these other things where it also helps though the people that are so news orientated, it also opens up their eyes to different things and to say, oh, we could also think about it this way or we could think about it this way and there's traditional and non-traditional ways to cover a story. Sure, sure. So I was just super excited just to be even on the team oh, that was nominated. It. And so the, the, the award really just kind of shows like you can, you can really do yeah. anything at any age because I know being 40 is not old, but yeah, it's in my head, was, it's, 40 is not 40 anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but in my head, I thought like, oh gosh, like I'm approaching 40. Like I thought Naked Boy News was going to take me to Good Morning America and I was going to be like the new syndicated columnist over for here on the New York yeah. Times and all this stuff. And that didn't happen, but this did happen. So I now see like a resurgence in... Never get discouraged at any age, if you're 12, if you're 20, if you're 81. Never get discouraged at any age because things can happen for you. To me, I've learned, take your experiences and see how those experiences can fit into what you want for your future. And realize that you don't have to be a cookie cutter, that you can also be, you can come from over here and you can go over here in your career. And I think that that's a message that I wish... That 17-year-old Jason in school in Syracuse in high school before I graduated, where I didn't know any other gay person or didn't at the time I didn't know any other gay people. And I was really felt like, oh God, I'm never gonna be able to have my my real voice come out. I wish I could go back and tell myself that. Like, sure. hey, it doesn't matter what age you are or or where you are at your in your career, that things can still happen. And I just really think that that's a good message to learn that I've learned. Well, yeah. Listen, I think that's a good place to to leave it because it just doesn't get any better than that, right? <laughs> I mean, was that my TED talk? <laughs> I love it. Listen, you know what? I I've told you off the air, and I'm going to tell you on the air. Like, I, I I'm inspired by you, and I appreciate everything you do for the Las Vegas community, but also the LGBT community. Um, and I I'm I'm girl, you know, Aww. I'm a fan. You know, I'm a fan, and I support. And um, and I just I'm so impressed and and inspired. So. Bravo Aww. and congratulations on everything because I've seen Don't make me cry. I'm not trying to flatter you, but I've seen the journey, you know, right. and and you I have was, been there. Yeah. From the, I mean, like if there's a real homie from the OG, it's you. We <laughs> are real OGs, aren't we? <laughs> yes. And we need to make more time to, to to hang because yes, we get so busy in our own little bubbles. You that know is what I mean? okay. I will share this as we log off to everybody out there. What I have learned is for what I do in my career, all of my friends always say, because I'll see people going out and doing things and they always say, I said, why did you invite me? You're always so busy. You're always this. I know. I get, the, I get that same feedback. Yeah. But I am busy. No, you are. <laughs> I'm like, hey, now. 
Hey, girl. <laughs> no, I'm Are you kidding? I, <laughs> sorry, I thought I just. So, no, you're but, busy too. Stop it. I, you are busy. I know you're busy. So stop I it. am busy. Yeah. But I feel like what the pandemic has taught me is that no matter how busy you are, yeah. we do need, need to, to take time more time for the people who are real. And the real people. Yeah, exactly. Because yes. it's, you. yes. Honestly, I've had the best time, Jason. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for coming to the penthouse. Thank and, you so um, much for having me. Hello, gorgeous. And yes, goodbye, honey. gorgeous. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, definitely check out nakedboysnews.com if you're in Las Vegas or planning to come to Las Vegas. Make sure you check out Temptation Sundays, which is at the Luxor Las Vegas uh, Resort and Casino on Las yes. South Las, excuse me, South, South Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Boulevard. Boulevard. Um, I hear they have a great bre- beverage program there. They um, really do. They really do. I love um, it. I mean, you. Everybody's always tipsy. Yeah. When they, <laughs> yeah, they the drinks are great. Yes. Um, so I wonder who's running it over there. But um, they're doing a good job. <laughs> but, um, but the <laughs> um, but the uh, inside jokes. <laughs> but the um, uh, other than that, um, ladies and gentlemen, Emmy winning Jason Dinant. Thank you so much. Thank I'm you so, so much for having me. I very love you. Proud of you. I'm very proud of you. I can't believe that we're sitting in your penthouse doing this show. I've seen you from like a chorus boy right. to this. Like, I love it. We so, got to find that picture. Yes. The picture of you wearing it like is, your dad suit and me wearing is, like, you know, like the Jubilee. Yes. It's going to be my old. mission now to find that photo. <laughs> again, there's no way that's a digital it's photo. It's not a digital That is a fucking printed picture yes. with like, with like the crisp edges, like, you know, that have been folded five times. It is. No, it's literally like in an old rinkety, like, like probably like photo leather album. photo book. Thank you so much. And if I could do a shameless plug, please at at Naked Boy News and at Pool Party Vegas on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Absolutely. everything. I love you. I will so post much. all of those links to the in the description of this episode. So don't worry. And girls, listen. You know I love you. It's Pride Month. We are prideful. We are living. We're laughing. We're loving over here in Las Vegas. I hope you are wherever you are in the world. Uh, if you like what you heard, show us some love and hit that subscribe button. Check out our website at HeyGirlPodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U. We've got the... What girl other way po- is girl spelled? It's obviously sure. spelled Everybody's spelling with it girl. wrong lately. They've been Hello? spelling it with an I and I don't know what. I don't but know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we got, you know, check out the website. We've got lots of great stuff on there. We've got musical playlists from, um, from Spotify. We've got um, cocktail tutorials so you can get nice and sparkly and tipsy. We've got episodes. We've got merch. We've got it all, girl. And now we have an Emmy winner. And we got merch and <laughs> right Have there. a good weekend. <laughs>